Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Many thanks for choosing us. Former Chief Justice Sophia Kofu is backing calls for the review of the 1992 Constitution. According to her, the Constitution in its current state does not give the National Development Planning Commission the authority to implement development programs. The reason the Commission only plays an advisory role to the government, speaking at a constitutional review seminar organized by the Institute of Economic Affairs here in Accra, Sophia Kofu insisted the amendment of the 1992 constitution will help institutions like the NDPC to foster development. Very substantial changes that we're going to have to propose that because they are necessary to be made in the constitution concerning the role, the function, the working, the processes of, and, and the, the output of the NDPC. You don't set up an institution like the NDPC, and then you you cover it under a bushel, and its output does not necessarily reflect in the nation present and future. Planning, you normally plan not for today, you plan for the future, and you can plan even for 50 years and you review as you go on. But the whole process has to be properly structured so that there's, there's a particular way of making changes rather than by way of manifestos. Director General of the National Development Planning Commission, Dr. Kojaisia Mensah Brampa, corroborating the stance by the former Chief Justice admitted Ghana's underdevelopment can be partly attributed to the conflicting statutes in the country. Steady, we've looked at a lot of our policies and uh, you'll be surprised that many of them are competing. Many of them are competing and many of them are not complementary to each other. And it's not only this year or the last five years, right from independence. That's what we've been doing. Sometimes we come up with a new policy and even a new statute, and the older one is still there. 
And so somebody will code that to support a case. Another person will code a new one and all that. And it's, it's all around us. Our decentralization process is the same. What we have in the local government acts, the 963, 936, you go to the individual sector acts, they also have different things there. So they don't meet. The local government says we are decentralizing. Education says no, in my act it's not there. Health says no, in our act it's not there. So how can you decentralize? The delegates will decide. That's the verdict of the constituency secretary for Dom Kwabenya, Theoflo Sansalapi, as member of parliament for the area. Sarah Juasafo declares her intention to contest the seat. In the Madam Ajua Safu, who had taken a leave of absence in 2020. Social protection. Despite attempts by Parliament's Privileges Committee, to obtain reasons for her prolonged absence, she did not provide any. Now, the exact reason for this apology remains unclear, but she says she's sorry. I wish to prefer my sincere apology to His Excellency the President Nana Adudangwa Ekufuado, the Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, the Chief of Staff Honorable Frema Osei Opari, the Majority Leader and the entire leadership of Parliament, my colleague members of Parliament, the entire Majority Caucus, the leadership of our great party, the National Chairman and the General Secretary, together with all your executives, the regional executives of Greater Accra, the constituency executives of Abinia, led by Chairman Bosu, all police station executives, I wish to state that I'm sincerely sorry. I apologize for my actions and inactions. None of my actions were intentional, deliberate, or calculated to bring disrepute to our great party. I was going through a lot as a mother and as a woman. I want to take this opportunity to ask for your forgiveness for anything untoward that I have done to bring the name of the party into disrepute. As the saying goes, to err is human and to forgive is divine. I ask for your forgiveness. An apology has already been received with a sharp reaction. A constituency secretary, Chiaflos and Salabi, said, although her apology has been accepted, they are not willing to support her parliamentary bait. She has every right to apologize. If she didn't, it's in, within herself that she's done something wrong to the constituents and that she wants to apologize. That is fine. But we say, okay, very good. We accept your apology. But I think enough is enough. What do you mean? If you say enough is enough. We have the men and the women. Dominic Obedez's name cannot be mentioned in the news for the wrong reasons all the time because of just one person. And I say here that um, I am a party leader and a delegate 
and a delegate who takes part in the selection of um, candidates for the constituency. But some constituents have been sharing mixed reactions about the apology by Madam Ajua Safo. Safo administration is very poor. It's very, very poor. When it's a voting time, you see her around, going up and down with the macho men. That's what they are, all of them are up to. But not we, the people that represent our need. She's a human being. And we, human beings offend human beings. You understand? So if she has done then she has realized that what she has done is wrong. And she has come for an apology. Who are we to say no? Gather attraction. At the moment, it is unclear if Sarah Ajwasaf. Dr. Asa Asante, he is with the University of Ghana. and Ghanaians in general. Um, good morning to you, Aisha, and then your viewers and listeners as well. Uh, I must say that uh, just to recap what he said, to air is human. Um, so once uh, uh, you have, uh, he has identified that, or he has come to the realization that he has aired and that you want to take the opportunity to apologize to her constituents, I think it's in order. In order, but as to whether the party will accept her apology, a conference will accept her again, uh, it's another thing. I was, um, uh, when she was away, I personally um, felt so strongly uh, that the woman had genuine cause, and today, today, uh, she still has a genuine cause, and that we support her in prayer and everything. But um, my worry was that you had a genuine problem, and that. What she needed to do to explain to her constituents, her party, and she refused to do that. Uh, what is more is that the party leadership, I recall a time uh, Mr. Seiti, Mensa Bunzu, and Kodi called her, and then the response was not a good thing. Uh, that was very unfortunate because remember, you are working on behalf of a constituency and you are a member of a party which needs numbers uh, to make up their decision in parliament. And then when they call you, they don't get any response. But in uh, other period, you are seen on social media, on TikTok, talk, uh, and the rest of them. Uh, that was very unfortunate. So I believe that, yes, even though she's apologized, as to whether the party will retain her is another thing. But I think that she uh, did not do well in terms of what I had explained. You should have explained. And then people will understand that once you are dealing with family matters, everybody will come along, everybody will be on board, they will sympathize with you, but you leave them like that. 
then the constituency uh, becomes an orphan constituency, so to speak. And the party also is a, a business, it's a going concern, it's a serious organization that needs their numbers at all times. And you stay away and then you don't come and only to come up this time, surprise everybody that you want to contest. That's a difficult one. For me, where I said, I believe strongly that even if they are talking about is not going to, they are not going to vote for her. I can mm. stay without your contradiction because that was something that for every constituency, you don't do that. Share your problem. And once you share your problem, people will reason up with you. And at the end of the day, you even if you stayed away for a long time, you are coming, you have a comfortable seat. But mm. now, I'm afraid, uh, she's not going to survive. How, uh, how do you react to people who say she may be playing a certain um, important role, or if you like, she's a focal point in the party, and uh, probably the party cannot do without her. Why do you think she's a focal point? Is he the only person who can work uh, uh, for the party or what? I don't understand that. Uh, where are they coming from? Nobody, everybody's service can be dispensed of at any time here that we, the people of this country, decide to dispense of that individual service. That is our right. It doesn't, it doesn't lie in the mouth of anybody or in the bosom of anybody. It's a sovereign will of the people. We can decide to what? Give it to you, and the next day we take it away from you. That's it. So I'm not sure that, and I'm not sure that that's the thinking of the woman. No. Otherwise, if we are playing God, we are saying that uh, we are acting as if we are God, and that uh, without us, we, society cannot survive. Nobody is a sine qua non. The Latin expression to it, not with, without which not. You cannot. Nobody can assume that position. Remember, people have come and gone in terms of administration of this state. I mean, and they still continue to survive. So, my sister, Antiago Asafo, can today uh, be, failed, uh, be put in the field as an MP. The next day, uh, people can decide to withdraw that mandate. And that's all. And the party will continue. And then the state of Ghana will continue. And then Dome Kwabinya constituency will still survive. So uh, let us not argue along those lines at all. I'm grateful for your time. Dr. Kwame Asante, he is a senior lecturer at the Department of Politics at the University of Ghana and also director at the Center of European Studies at the University of Ghana. Let's get on to other stories. Families of three young men who were alleged to have uh, been apprehended and later gruesomely murdered by personnel of the Police Intelligence Directorate have appealed to the Interior and National Security Ministers to commence investigation into to unravel the mystery surrounding the death of the young men. The trio, Jima Kocho, 28, his sibling, Hadi Salif, 24, and Abu Habib, who is 30, were apprehended at their homes during the uh, wee hours on December 1, 2022, by gun-building men at Tuna and Nahiri in the Savannah region. Spokesperson for the families, Detective Chief Inspector, Adam Yahaya retired, says that perpetrators must be brought to face justice. Join you, says Rafiq Salam, traveled to Tuna, where two of the deceased were buried, and has filed this report. Tuna and Nari are mourning. The two communities are a few kilometers away from each other, and both located in the Solo Tuna Calabar district of the Savannah region. The people are grieving over the loss of three young men who are between the ages of 24 and 30.
But if somebody is arrested to be a criminal, Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Recorded in the, in the motion book as unidentified suspects. Unidentified means you don't know their identity, you don't know their names. Somebody you claim has confessed to a crime, you don't know their name. Is it possible? The incident occurred during the wee hours of the morning when the trail Jimakocho 28, his sibling Hadi Salifu 24, and Abu Abibu 30 were apprehended at their homes and later allegedly shot dead by plainclothes PID personnel. This is actually the house of Jimakocho who was lying here on the dead of the night with his pregnant wife. And so when the prisoner came around, they tried to open the door and the door was not opening. So they forcefully opened it, went inside the house, just hand-pick him, brought him out. Detective Chief Inspector Adam Zahir is a direct uncle to Jim Okocho and Hadi Salafu and he speaks for the family. For about three, four days, we are not getting any information. Then, due to the report of the Enkligi FM, the youth were becoming agitated. So, upon intelligence, the regional police commander came to Tona on the 9th of December and met the chiefs and the people in the palace and assured them that Jima, Hadi, and all the people arrested are in safe hands in Accra. After several days of not having any information about their whereabouts, he left some members of the family to the PID headquarters in Accra, but no avail. They then chose to pursue the matter at the law court, who the police taken out and later held a meeting to address their concern. It was there and then who informed us that they never knew that we were in search of those three people. And that is why they didn't respond until they got the suit before they got to know that it is those people they arrested and killing is that we're looking for. Shockingly, he told us that that day in question, Mr. Yohunu, that the PID on their return to Accra went with seven dead bodies. Seven dead bodies from Savannah region. So, if you are ready, they've made arrangements at the police mortuary. We should go there and identify whether the three people we are looking for are among the seven dead bodies. How? Their morbid curiosity was satisfied in the end, but on the altar of the face faces, they struggled to identify. When I went to extend them, 
in April. I couldn't even identify them because all their faces were covered with blood. So I have to ask one of the mortuary to, because I was suspecting, I saw Jim Okocho, but I was finding it difficult to identify him because the whole face was off. The bodies of the three young men were finally released to their families for burial. And so their family at the moment, they are grieving. And then also you can see that the situation here is not all that the best. It's of a somber mood, a lot of tear eyes. And seated straight or in front of her door is the mother uh, of two of the personalities that we are talking about. The only children I have on earth and they have been killed. I would like to appeal to the government to punish all those that are part of this dastardly act so that it won't repeat itself again. The families of Jim Okocho and Hadi Salifu have already labeled 1st December 2022 as Black Thursday and they want nothing but justice for these people who were allegedly shot dead. Those who came for the operation or all those who sanctioned the operation, they I'm appealing to the Minister of uh, Interior, Ambrose Dere, appealing to the Minister of Nation Security, I'm appealing to uh, 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 the Commissioner for Human Rights to come in, get these people investigated, and put them and bring them to book to serve as a deterrent. The crew left behind three wives and nine children. Reporting for Joy News, Rafik Salam, Tuna. In the Ashanti region, students of the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology will have the opportunity to graduate with a driver's license to boost their chances of job acquisition. A partnership between the university and the DVLA will enhance operational standards and equip road users with essential driving skills and knowledge. Nana Ojima has more. The Driver and Vehicle Licensing Authority is presently undergoing transformation to meet modern transport operations. Through its partnership with the KNUST, an innovation hub will be established to research transportation systems to inform public policy. The collaboration will include training of drivers and capacity building of DVLA staff to uphold standards in its practice. Head of Research business development and innovation at DVLA, Abraham Zato explains the terms of the partnership. We, over the years, have changed the definition of a driving license to one that includes capacity building. Driving is a science, and so we think that it's important to collaborate with universities um, to ensure that this science is developed properly. The training behind um, driving is undertaken in ways that respond to the future of driving. The partnership, when fully operational, will include training of students in driving. The DVLA is seeking to take its processes to the university to grant students the opportunity to acquire a driver's license. Students go through the driver licensing process under their own uh, um, choosing. So they understand the academic curricula, they understand the schedules that they have. So they can go onto the system and schedule themselves for the process so that 
convenience is provided for, time is provided for, not compromising the integrity of the process. And so that is why we are here today at KNUST. Meanwhile, the KNUST has allocated an office space to host the project. University Relations Officer Dr. Norris Bequin says the partnership is in line with the university's mandate. We thrive uh, as a university on constructive partnership and the Vice Chancellor makes it clear every time. And we are who we are, uh, the number one in terms of quality education globally because of this contrast, constructive partnership that we have. And we have over 150 accounting partnership and this is going to be one of the best having a regional center of excellence that will train drivers for join news nanaya ojima reporting The Center for Indigenous Knowledge and Organizational Development uh, says that there is the need to actually craft a sustainable local seed system that will ensure that high-quality seeds of a wide range of crop varieties are available in time to women farmers and other stakeholders for this and for this reason, it held a workshop for women farmers. The purpose of the workshop was to create an opportunity for women to share their experiences on local seed development initiatives, as well as discuss strategies for developing and strengthening local seed systems in Ghana to help empower them economically. And as Sabit has more. Since the year 2019, the Center for Indigenous Knowledge and Organizational Development, SICOT, together with PFAC, have been facilitating the strengthening of the Ghana agroecology movement as a CSO-led platform that is championing agroecology issues in Ghana. The center has for the past decade promoted and supported smallholder farmers in Ghana to manage, multiply, store and exchange their local and indigenous seeds, mainly using their own intergenerational knowledge. It's becoming very important with the passage of the plant variety. group and see what they are doing with seeds you know so this is just a follow-up to the meetings that we've been having um, from pest management to weed management and then now today we have we have we have uh, dedicated or focused the meeting on seeds he says the move would also go a long way to preserve the culture of the people as well as save these farmers money spent in the purchase of seeds during planting seasons you know, seed is not just for planting, it's also about our culture. We'll be able to maintain their culture through that. In addition to maintaining their culture, they will also be able to save costs. Because now if you want to buy seed, it's not, it's not cheap. You know, so they, 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 I don't see why a farmer should go to a seed, a seed company 
to buy tomatoes, okra, and other vegetables. You know, and I, I think that investing in, in, in meetings like this to help them preserve their local cities will save them a lot of costs. Some of these participating women drawn from different women farmer groups from the Bunu and Bunu East regions expressed gratitude to the organizers of the workshop for the knowledge shared. President of the Bofoyena Women's Farmer Group, Grace Afas, says the preservation of these indigenous seas will ensure that these seas will not be totally out of the system. We went to the seed bank and I saw a lot of indigenous seeds. I think it is a laudable idea to keep them for future so that uh, the younger generation will come, or future generation will come and see the type of food which is so uh, nutritious to our bodies, which we are living or letting it go just like that. Uh, it's, it's a wake up call for our group. She asked that the indigenous seeds are much healthier for consumption as compared to the imported seeds and urged farmers to revisit the local seeds for healthier lifestyles. Anything that is not natural also entails a lot of uh, ill health uh, substances. So keeping our own or the, 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 the culturally breeded distant uh, seed, I think that one is helpful. Because our, our system is used to it, we have been taking it and it doesn't cause any harm to our health. Anna Sabit, Joy News, Forikrum. Residents of Kumase have been cautioned to stay away from flood-prone areas following the death of a five-year-old girl who was swept away by flood waters. Tuesday's downpour flooded many areas in Kumase, including Moshizongo, where the overflow of a bridge led to the drowning of the girl while returning from school. The public has been cautioned to avoid flood-prone areas as more rains are expected in the coming days. At least eight people have died in floods in the Ashanti region this year. The latest is the five-year-old girl who drowned while returning from school. According to sources, the girl was swept away by the rapid running water in her attempt to cross a broken bridge at Moshizongo. Residents mounted a search only to find her body miles away. Senior meteorologist at the Meteorological office in Kumase, Kwame Ofori Ajiman has cautioned the public to stay away from flood-prone areas when there is a downpour. Like the incident not happened around Moshizengu, you know, there was this recap and, should I say, a power to bridge, which we can when this uh, five where we decided to cross them and then carried away. One thing I will advise the public is that they should stay away from flood-prone areas when it comes to the issue of giving out thunderstorms and rays. And then more so, especially the kids, sensitization should also be a rule. And this especially with the, the teachers. Uh, I'm much concerned with the kids because they are actually the very moment. And one thing I will say is that there should be a relay of, uh, let me say, information from parents to teachers. Uh, as much as we parents at home, and the world to go to school, and the of the teachers to also do the parenting. So when there are rains, or when there's rains, and when there's wind, uh, teachers should actually uh, take precautionary measures for the vulnerable kids. The environment 
Environmental Protection Agency has also been asked to keep an eye on persons who put up structures at waterways, describing it as a threat. Many waterways, which I first built, will be rent in the system. I mean, our chiefs, our, our politicians, our the, the stakeholders, let me say the institution responsible for the town and country planning should also take their work and let me say take their work serious. EPA, all these institutions will come to be whenever there is any building and construction of any uh, site or any infrastructure at certain areas. So if you continue to um, build at waterways, then many will come back to square one, saying the same thing about flooding. So all. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Um, pretty, pretty minor, minor, uh, huge uh, policies should play a role when it comes to dealing with this issue of flooding and means because definitely every year we will experience room. That one is a fact. We're the major uh, minor, we will experience room. The public has also been cautioned against seeking refuge under trees while it rains. For Joy News, Nana Pwachidankwayadom, Kumasi. The AUP's peacekeeping mission in Somalia, known as the African Union Transition Mission in Somalia, citing funding challenges as one of the major reasons it has decided to do a gradual withdrawal of troops from the East African country. But the successful uh, drawdown of 2,000 troops in July with six forward operating bases handed over to the Somali security forces. The AU has agreed with the Somali government to pull out another 3,000 troops by the end of September with the mission expected to end by December 2024. Force commander for the African Union transition mission in Somalia, Lieutenant General Sam Okiding, says a terror threat posed by al-Shabaab is not limited to Somalia but extends to West African countries including Ghana. Maxwell Ababa of our security desk has more. Formerly known as the African Union Mission in Somalia, Amazon, but now the African Union Transition Mission in Somalia, ACMIS, has supported the country's government in the fight against Al-Shabaab for the past 15 years. The AU wants to gradually reduce the number of troops until December 2024, when the mission ends and full security duties handed over to the National Army of Somalia, ACMIS, in partnership with the United Nations support office in Somalia and the federal government of Somalia in July concluded the successful drawdown of 2,000 troops. Six forward operating bases were handed over to the Somali security forces. The AU has agreed with the Somali government to pull out another 3,000 troops by the end of September. But Force Commander of Atmist, Lieutenant General Sam Okidin, has revealed funding challenges as one of the major reasons for the decision to reduce the number of troops until the mission ends in 2024. Atmist is limping in terms of finances. And one of the reasons why this drawdown was drafted, it was because of the funding fatigue. Those 
who are finding said we can no longer shoulder this. We can't manage. But as we speak now, there are voids in the funding. And that's one of the major reasons Atimis is exiting by 2024 come December. He's recommending that individual countries and members of the African Union take up the cost of keeping the troops in Somalia. The suburb needs to sit down and revisit this issue of the funding. And the African countries need to sit down and revisit. I can give you an example. The African states can decide to send their countries, I mean their troops here, on their courses. It is not difficult. It is possible. Africa can say, okay, one year or six month rotational basis in Somalia, but each country taking care of their troops. We shall not need the European Union, we shall not need the UN, we shall not need anybody. I'm giving you as an example. He says the threats posed by terrorist group Al-Shabaab is not limited to Somalia and its neighbors, but West African countries, including Ghana and the world. Now there is Al-Shabaab threats. It was in Yemen. How far is Yemen from, from Uganda? For example, Mozambique. They were in Syria. Now they are in Mozambique. They are in Sahel region. And they are here in Mogadishu. So there is nobody who is safe. Mozambique is in Southern Africa. Nobody is safe in this era of terrorism. West Africa, definitely, the effects are there, the threats are real, and the indicators are already showing. The connection in the Sahel region and Al-Shabaab, Al-Qaeda, is real. All those who were captured, there is evidence to that. What about West Africa here? West Africa is not safe. It is not a safe haven, no. We're still live on Joyny's Death. Let's take a break and we'll return. We'll bring you business. Hello there. 
to provide timely information and to explain educational reforms and to discuss school models and interventions, the Ministry of Education, in partnership with the Teacher Education Journal, presents to you the first ever education TV talk show, The Edu Talk Show. The Edu Talk Show keeps you informed and updated on trends in the world of education. The Ghanaian teacher is so versatile. Provide him the opportunity, train him, and that teacher will perform wonders. Where are the women? They are doing very well academically, but they're not in the sciences and all of that. So technology is missing a lot more women that they could have had. You need to tell the parents, at the moment, what you are getting is, is covering only an aspect of your child's education. And therefore, it's very difficult for you to make any decision with the limited information you have. We still have more to do mm. when it comes to safe school. Mm. So join us as we speak to our guests on reforms taking place in Ghana's education sector. My name is Blessed Sogan and I am your host. Welcome to Tema, the industrial gem of Ghana. Attention all dreamers, investors and home seekers. Mark your calendar for the next clinic of the Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair. Imagine waking up to stunning waterfront views, basking in the warmth of the sun, and embracing the comfort of a home perfectly tailored to your needs. Discover a range of housing options that cater to every budget and lifestyle. From sleek contemporary designs to elegant traditional architecture, the Ecoban Join News Habitat Fair has it all. But wait, there's more. This fair isn't just about buying a home. It's also about enhancing the spaces we live in. Get financial solutions to acquire furniture for that beautiful home, electronic devices, and more. Our dedicated team of real estate experts and banking partners are here to guide you every step of the way, making your journey to home ownership smooth and stress-free. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to make your dreams come true. Join us at the Tema edition of the Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair, where possibilities are limitless. The Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair 2023 is powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats and sponsored by... I came home earlier than I normally would that fateful Monday after work. And to my surprise, I saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room. I had always suspected my wife. I felt she had something doing with my little brother. And I walked into a room one day, and there they were, making out. And this is my blood brother. A husband who is a banker will not have sex with me because I denied him my earnest. Is he gay? I've been wondering. What is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? Do you need help? 
share your story on our powerful new series where real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved and every problem has a solution. Morning, welcome to the business segment on Joy News Desk with me, Pius Kojubaka. In line with government's vision to build a strong industrial support infrastructure for export and job creation, Big Four Shore events under the auspices of the Ministry of Energy is set to organize the Power Energy Ghana exhibition in Accra. There is more in this report. The Power and Energy Expo will bring together stakeholders in the power and energy value chain in the West African region in Ghana hosting close to 100 exhibitors. Project director for the exhibition, Thomas James, said the power and energy sectors contribute significantly towards income generation of the country through electricity exports, hence the need for more opportunities to grow the sector. This is an exhibition wherein exhibiting, promotion, as well as dialogues and learnings and uh, negotiations in a different space. Investment negotiations as well as uh, business negotiations, both are possible and avenue is there. So we welcome people who are looking forward with a broader mindset to come forward and be part of the exhibition and explore different and varieties of opportunities that are available. Explore it. It's an opportunity that this country has and it's the emerging one in the West African zone. So wherever the um, uh, emerging countries contribute, there is opportunities for different spheres, not just in one limited sector. The opportunities are there in the food and beverage sector, similarly the power and electrical sector, energy sector, renewable energy, similarly in the building and construction infrastructure sector. So this is one of the major uh, aspects that is required for the value addition in the economy. On his part, President of the Ghana Union of Traders Association, Joseph Obey, called for private-public partnerships that will bring together manufacturers to help achieve government's export substitution agenda. You know, government have been talking about um, import substitution, where we are thinking that very soon uh, most of the products that we import um, is going to be substituted by local production. Means, therefore, we have to start taking advantage of this phase to meet up with the manufacturers where we can partner with them to achieve this goal. So it is very important, this is how the direction should be, that most of this fair, we are also able to talk through how we can migrate from trading to manufacturing so that we can substitute these imports that we are talking about. The international exhibition of power energy electrical sector will take place from the 11th to the 13th of October 2023 here in Ghana. Country representative of United Nations Population Fund has made an appeal to the public. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? 
Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. To patronize locally produced products to boost the economy, speaking on the sidelines of the Fashion Expressions Project, Dr. Wilfred Ochan indicated that patronize includes designed and made by Ghanaians who go a long way to support small and medium enterprises in the fashion industry. International Needs Ghana in partnership with UNFPA, the United Nations Sexual and Reproductive Health Agency, and the Prada Group, a reputable player in the fashion industry, implemented the Fashion Expressions Project. The project is a unique fashion training program that seeks to advance and mentor aspiring fashion professionals as well as equip them with the necessary tools. Those who consume, maybe produce uniforms and large products. Our intention is that all these group of people will find a meaning and a space for their contribution to continue with this program. I can already say that one of the partners, the private sector, has said they want to sponsor the next cohort of young people of this. Just here at this meeting, and we hope to continue reaching out to more partners to be able to sponsor this. But we also appeal to those who produce uniforms to give an affirmative action give orders for the making of their uniform to these young people so that they get the initial capital to set them up for the market and the bill up for competition. International Needs Ghana organized a fashion show to climax a one-year intensive training in fashion for 18 women. Executive Director of International Needs Ghana, Cromwell Awade, is optimistic the beneficiaries would make good livelihood with their skills. There we had 18 wonderful ladies whose lives have been transformed through this project. 18, sorry, one year of training, six months theoretical in Adidume, where our center is, and then another six months with um, fashion brands and fashion homes here in Accra and then Tema. And we've seen young women, vulnerable, who were brought from all kinds of places in the northern part of the country, in the central region, in the Volta region, in greater Accra, whose lives have been transformed through the training, who have been empowered through all forms of education, including reproductive health and reproductive rights. Here are some beneficiaries. The fact that there's this initiative that trains women to be employable is great. So I was more than happy to be a part of it, to do my bit in making sure that at least we have a small percentage of women who can now have a trade go on, do great things, train other people on their own, and employ people down the line. I'm very excited because it has given me the chance to become the fashion designer I want to become. I have learned fashion in one year, and today I am on my way to becoming a fashion designer. The Fashion Expressions Project, which is being piloted in Ghana and Kenya, aims to leverage the socioeconomic power of fashion as a vehicle to promote women's empowerment. And that's all for business. More after this break.
Tutema, the industrial gem of Ghana. Attention all dreamers, investors and home seekers. Mark your calendar for the next clinic of the Ecobank Joint News Habitat Fair. Elegant traditional architecture, the Ecoban Joy News Habitat Fair has it all. But wait, there's more. This fair isn't just about buying a home, it's also about enhancing the spaces we live in. Get financial solutions to acquire furniture for that beautiful home, electronic devices, and more. Our dedicated team of real estate experts and banking partners are here to guide you every step of the way making your journey to home ownership smooth and stress-free. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to make your dreams come true. Join us at the term edition of the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair, where possibilities are limitless. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair 2023 is powered by the Plant City Extension Projects from Cities and Habitats and sponsored by... I came home earlier than I normally would that fateful Monday after work. And to my surprise, I saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room. I had always suspected my wife. I felt she had something doing with my little brother. And I walked into a room one day, and there they were, making out. And this is my blood brother. A husband, who is a banker, will not have sex with me because I denied him my earnings. Is he gay? I've been wondering. What is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? you need help? Share your story on our powerful new series where real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved and every problem has a solution.
Welcome back to Joining Us. Death. Before we go, the National Democratic Congress in the Northern Region has called on the Office of the Vice President to immediately sanction an inquiry into the auction of medical equipment meant for the Tamale Teaching Hospital and other hospitals in the Northern Region. According to the NDC, the over $400,000 worth of equipment, which includes incubators, dialysis machines, among others, which were shipped into the country in 2022 were auctioned after efforts to get stakeholders, including the vice president, to help clear their equipment. There's also Lena, Dr. Ify Bell, is a development chief from the city of Louisville, which has a sister city relationship with the Tamale Metropolis. As part of her development agenda, she has shipped medical equipment in 2022 to help hospitals in the northern region. But efforts to clear the equipment proved futile until the way option in June this year, 2023. Addressing a press conference in Tamale, the Northern Regional Secretary of the NDC, Mohamed Salam, said the Vice President and his team had assured the donors of the equipment that's the Zosemlina of a tax waiver. These publications revealed that the medical supplies valued over $400,000 which were shipped from the United States of America with the intention of aiding hospitals in the northern region, particularly the Tamale Teaching Hospital, Central Hospital, and the West Hospital. And other health centers were unlawfully auctioned by the Temaport authorities. These medical items, including oxygen tanks, dialysis machines, and incubators, were intended to enhance healthcare services in the northern region. It is worth noting that these medical supplies left the United States in July 2022 and arrived in Ghana on September 2022. On September 22, 2022. However, they were auctioned in June 2023. To expedite clearance of these items from the Temeport for donation to hospitals, Chief Zosimilena Palace engaged key stakeholders from the northern region, including the vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, northern regional minister, Shani Alassan Saibu, the metropolitan chief executive of Tamale Sule Salifu, and executive from the Tamale Teaching Hospital. The NDC northern region's own investigations revealed that the northern regional minister and the vice president's office assured the donors of successfully securing a tax waiver for the medical supplies. He urged the vice president to clear his name if indeed his innocence of the accusation are leveled against him. Therefore, it is disheartening to learn that these items were never cleared. Despite these extensive efforts and consultations, medical supplies worth over 400000 have been illegally auctioned by the Temaport authorities, depriving the people of Tamale, Dagbang, and the northern region of potentially life-saving donations for our struggling healthcare facilities. In light of this distressing development, we, the executives of the NDC northern region, find it imperative to address you, the media, thereby inviting you to take keen interest in pursuing this matter to its logical conclusion. Given the dire state of our healthcare facilities in the northern region, 
It is exceedingly regrettable that Chief Zosimlenas and partners' generous gesture to support these hospitals has been squandered. We call for a thorough investigation by law enforcement agencies into this medical supplies container auction case. Such recurring misconduct at the Temaport should not be tolerated, as it may deter future donors from contributing medical supplies to underserved hospitals nationwide. Furthermore, it is a source of great disappointment to us that our fellow Northerner, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, did not utilize his authority adequately to facilitate and expedite the clearance of the container for the Northern region. And as I wrap up this morning, for more news, log on to myjohnline.com for all the developing stories. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. See you again at 12. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.